Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. This is it. This is for all the chips. Work for championship, no one gets no better than this. Just sit and relax a bit. We're talking the passive blitz. We're talking the jump and sprint. We're talking the pitch and miss. Cleats, face, kicks, face. You come to the right place. Beat, bait. I don't need to see other shows. I'm straight. Cause they're not impressing me. I tune into Legacy. Legacy. Fourth and goal and on the road. Legacy. Down three, three seconds to go. Legacy. Two out, base is loaded. Legacy. It's not a mystery, you're tuning to Legacy. Check the flag on the final lap. Legacy. Twelve round, who gets in the match? Legacy. You wanna Legacy. You built a Legacy. Broadcasting live right now to the whole world to see. Now, the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We about to get this bad boy started. Here are your hosts, Darrell Owens and Jay Quimby. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. You are back. You get the the visionary to see myself. <laughs> Mr. Jeremiah Quimby. We are back. It has been three months. Too damn long. It feels longer. I'm not even glad it feels longer, but it has been three months since me and Jay have had an opportunity to come up on here and, and give you and let y'all partake in some of our sports knowledge. So it is a honor to be back for episode 277 here on the Legacy Maker uh, Sports Network, the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. First of all, I'm your man, Darrell Owens, and with me as always, the man, myth, and the absolute legend, Mr. Jeremiah Quimby. What's up, sir? Be me. What's up? Look, man, I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, you know, just when you thought we're out of quarantine, quarantine finds a way to creep back in in some form of the fashion. So, you know, uh, with all everything going up, everything pumping up, it's, it's been crazy. But besides that, everything's good. And uh, it's just crazy because, you know, they're like, oh, we're doing great. And then all of a sudden it's like brick wall. Everything switched immediately. Sorry, sir. That's not so I much. just, I really think we're going to, in the next week, we're going to see a complete redo of what we had last March. We're going to, yeah, we were waiting for September the 1st to see where that action goes. A lot of things have slowly but surely changed. Slowly but surely changed. Well, hopefully, we can hope for the best. That's all we can hope for on that. Uh, now, me and Jay got a lot to get into today. We're going to um, break out a lot of stuff today. Before we get going, we got a couple of comments. First, let's go with my man, L.A. I miss y'all. Jay Quimby looking like an ice cream sundae on a hot Sunday. Hot summer Sunday. Ah, Jay, that's a new one. I like I, that. I'm not melting, bro. <laughs> then, of but, course, we got, I, I we got our you, girl. I got, we got our girl. Becca. There's a bot dog on time coming from Becca. Yeah, you right, Becca. You right. And then our man, the stat man himself. Who <laughs> is you all? <laughs> You know who's me. You but better put cool. your special helmet back on. You don't know who we are. <laughs> so before we get started, though, all jokes aside, before we get started, we do want to dedicate this show to uh, a dear friend of ours who uh, passed away a couple of weeks ago to just crazy stuff. It's, it's been a crazy, crazy. I feel me and Jay talked about this the other day. I feel like every time we've started a show, we've had to to give respect to someone on that show. And um, I, it's a trend that I'm, t- I'm low key tired of seeing, but. We wanted to, wanted to give love to our man Andre Williams Bay, who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, huge, huge supporter of the network, helped us with a ton of things. Um, it's, it's been a tough couple of weeks. Me and Jay, you know, want to give love to his family and just want to thank 
um, him for everything he's done for us. And, and we promise to help cherish your memory, man, and keep things rolling. Um, it, it was, it's, it's yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying, bro? It's, it's, just I, really I mean, the, that one, it's close to the heart, man. I mean, uh, I, I've, Honestly, I can. I've cried too much this year. Right. I, you know, uh, Becca said it best. I ain't got how many more tears. I I don't think we got any more. Yeah, that, that's the, yeah, that's the part that, that just kind of bothers you, man. It feels like every time you turn around, it's been something. So, hopefully, when we have two seventy eight, we ain't got nobody <sighs> to to give that type of love to. So, uh, but I feel like. You know, hopefully that doesn't happen, but we yeah. do want to say love to his family and that this show is dedicated to him and hope we could do it well. The only positive thing I will say is I will not have the Vikings where you would want them, Dre. I'm just got to throw that out there right now because that's how we do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's man. all right, Dre. Remember, just like the bus trip, man, I got your back. Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, let's get this party started. We're going to talk a couple things before we get into the NFL uh, real quick, and then we'll get into our predictions and breakdowns and all that stuff. Uh, the first thing we want to talk about is this ACC, Pac-12, Big Ten Alliance. They had a big conference the other day about it. It's It looks like it's going to be a huge deal. You know, the SEC came out over the summer and said, well, we're going to bring in Texas and we're going to bring in Oklahoma. Well, It's all about this, bro. Well, guess what? The Big Ten, the Pac-12, and ACC said, hold my beer, sir. So they've got some plans going on here. Jay, what are your thoughts on this On this big you know, ACC, big uh, Pac-12, Big Ten alliance bad boy? What do you think? Yeah, the, the thing I'm afraid of, you know, especially, you know, when we went to the ACC media day, uh, we heard a lot of this uh, NIL stuff, which I think is good for the players. You know, own the image, name, cool. But I think it's going to take some of the purity out of the game. Does that make sense? Uh, The innocence that it's just a sport. It's something you should do. (laughs) Really, Becca? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be melting all over you, girl. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's really, I think all of it is about the money. Right. Because, uh, I mean, you put those three together and the TV contracts are a couple billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, and I'm saying it's it's going to be it's going to be some crazy money being tossed out there. But we knew something like this was eventually going to happen. I feel like years ago, you know, the way things have been slowly trending. And then with all now, and if you think about all the money that's going to be tossed out there to players, it's the NCAA will never be the same. It'll never be the same on both notes, um, you know, and then they're screaming for this 12 team playoff. But if you think if you think about it, Jay. I feel kind of bad for the smaller teams because this super merger, all it's going to do is going to be like, well, all the competition is in those four, those four um, conferences. And yeah. And, yeah. And those four conferences, all the power is going to be there. And then most people are going to be like, well, you know, all the tough games are there. So those top 12 teams are more likely going to come for those conferences. It, it sucks for the small teams that thought they were going to get a shot. It, it does. Uh, especially for like, uh, you know, we'll Appalachian state, Mm-hmm. Or your liberties, or or where, where's Notre Dame gonna end up? Yeah, see that's 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 interesting because Notre Dame, you know, technically they are ACC and everything else except for football. They've always been an independent, you know. And last year we got a taste of them being in the ACC and what that would look like. But I don't think they'll ever make the leap. I mean, as long as they can 
milk NBC for their money, that's what's going to happen. But uh, you know, that's the terrible thing is, is you you hear about the money. It's all about the money. That's the world. But the thing, hey, what's up, pops? And uh, but you figure an average college student spends what 150 G on an education. Mm-hmm. It ain't like they're. We need money. Yeah, you know. I'm starting to think the NCAA football needs a commissioner. Real NFL-ish. Without the purity of it, though. Because in the NFL, you know, the the free agents are definitely going to start dragging that down because people are more money. Like When, when they paid Jamal Adams all that money, mm-hmm. that destroyed everything. Because Jamal Adams is maybe possibly a top 10 safety. He ain't right. the number one safety by any means. Yeah, I just I feel like he is a you know top ten for sure, uh, but I mean he's getting paid that number one safety money, so that means we're gonna see guys that don't deserve that money get that money. But that's all sports though. We've been seeing that in the NBA for years. When Kelly Olynyk out here making four years sixty million, that man, my man making fifteen dollars a year, just as a solid role player, not even as a great player, just a solid role player. Yeah, Bill, Billy Goat Gruff. Oh, Billy Goat Gruff. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but this this ACC, um, you know, Big Ten, Pac-12 merger is going to be a really big deal um, over the next, you know, a uh, couple of years. I don't think it. I don't think it goes into fruition until what, like two thousand? Is it two thousand twenty-three? Two thousand twenty-four? Twenty-three, I believe. But yeah, yeah. what what's gonna remember? Uh, I remember being a kid. The Rose Bowl was the bowl of all bowls. Right now they're going to be in the same damn basic conference. So what? It's is that the championship game now? Yeah, I mean they 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 slowly <laughs> taking the pride of what you know what those games used to mean. Like you know those bowl games used to mean something for those, especially those teams that knew they weren't playing for the national championship. But now I guess we all change and we'll see how things go. But I, like I said, I think college football as we know it is definitely dead. Right. There's a whole bunch of people sitting back and being like, "What was the BCS really that bad?" I, right. Exactly. Was it really that bad? That's a really. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, now I mean, you you really will never know. You'll really never know. Um, now we got other stuff to get into. Now we got some small storylines that we'll get in as we mix in. But we're what we're really here today to talk about is our NFL division and playoff predictions. Now, the season is creeping up. Now this is just a preliminary. Next week, myself, Jay, and a couple other t- team members will be coming together for a power uh, prediction. So y'all be now there's there's got to be a disclaimer here though because of a lot. Uh, things can change with yes. one one injury, right? Um, so that that's uh, it, it's very hard to break off of this stuff because, like, I, I saw the Ravens having one of the deepest cornerback rooms in the entire league. Now there's talk that their fifth round pick, who I thought should have been a second rounder, go into New England. Yes, but that tells you Gilmore might end up in Green Bay. <sighs> I mean, I, I won't hold my breath on any of that stuff. You know, you're just like, Shh, don't need jinx to, it. Need to figure out what the deal is with my man Funches, but you know, that's a whole nother story for bros broken more than I am. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's, it's a tough deal, but yeah, we're going to get into our NFL uh, uh, division and playoff predictions. Our full blown one for the network will be here in the next week, so just be on the lookout for that. So, I was trying to figure out, I was like, all right, where do we start with this thing? But I'm thinking we're going to start in the AFC. And we might as well, because I see him all here, Mr. L.A. Brodus. 
we're going to start with the AFC North. Uh, and so the AFC North predictions, we've got some um, we got some doozies here. So, Jay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pop yours up here first. I'm uh, sorry, Jay. L.A. <laughs> I'm sorry, L.A. So here we go. Here's Jay's. This is Jay's. And, and the reason, like, we'll go back to what I said. The reason I had the Browns below the Ravens is for the simple fact of I thought their depth in certain areas was better. And once I went back and was able to look, the Browns actually have a couple guys. They got Greedy Williams and uh, Grant uh, Delip. De- I can't pronounce the name. The LSU <laughs> safety. Uh-huh. Uh, coming back from not playing last year. So the Browns have an amazing defense. Everything where are sets on the shoulders of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, and I don't. I like I like what you got going on here. I think mine is kind of close to yours, but just a, it's a it's a baby flip in the middle. No, I take that back. I lie. I got the Browns finishing uh, first in this conference. I may have just jinxed them. We know how that goes. But I mean, <laughs> here's the deal. I mean, if you look at this overall in this division, the Browns are the best overall team in this division. I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, if you look at them defensively with the Wards and the Miles Gary, you know, with the Miles Gary, they just picked up uh, Javion Clowney. Defensively, they should be great. Offensively, they're getting OBJ back if he's healthy, if he's on the right train train of mind. You're technically, offensively, you got two of the best running backs in the league, two of the best, you know, best running back combination in the league, I should say. And, you know, the way that Chubb ran the ball last year, sprinkled in with that greatness of Kareem Hunt, I got the Browns number one. Number two, Pittsburgh. And I was very hesitant on this, but I really do think that somehow, some way, they're going to sneak. Uh, they're gonna, they're, their defense is going to be a huge part of why they're the number two team in this division. And, and I think Big Ben would do just enough to get them through. I have the Ravens at three, and I know I'm going to get cr- crucified for this, but I put the Ravens at three because my thing is I just don't trust them offensively. Even with Lamar Jackson. I still need to see more offensively. And we've seen where he's taken steps back. You know, he won the MVP. They took a step back last year, even though they made the playoffs and all that stuff. They still felt like that he took a step back. But you you really got to remember, though, is one of the things is uh, Mark Ingram's not there. So they don't have that true double head uh, run game. But they picked up Bateman in the draft, uh, added another wide out. I think we're going to see more of what the offense was like when Flacco was there. Right. So they don't, you know, basically kill Lamar. That, yeah, that, I, I, I'm sitting here looking at it, and I, I, I just – that's my only concern right now. And I'll be honest with you. I know my man Clarence is out there somewhere. I almost put the Bengals in third. I almost did it. But they're so unproven. But there's where it's all off of, you know, all off the, of, you know. Their off their offense is you know Joe Burrow. L- let's be honest, Jamar Chase. We have to prove it, but we are deeper, so I'm not mad. Make absolutely, but Jamar Chase has looked like crap in the preseason. Yeah, he's had so many drops. It hasn't been cute, especially remember in the in the Washington game, he had at least two or three drops in the game. And it could be because it's not Barrow, but that still makes no excuse. When you're the what the was he the first? He was the first receiver off the board, if I'm not mistaken. He was the first receiver you off can, the you board. Can't, you can't be dropping those. Wait, the number be, one rule in football is if it touches your hands, you need to catch it. Exactly. And his hands were on it. And I sat there and said to myself, like, wow, this is not a good look. 
But I mean, it's early, so I don't want to crucify him too much just yet. We'll see if he starts dropping during the season. Then, then there will be a problem. There will be a big problem if he starts dropping during the season. So. Yeah, but see, then people will be like, "Well, you, he should have. The Bengals should have invested in a line. The only lineman that's been taken in the first round that I've seen that has looked comfortable is Slater. Yeah, yeah. Panay uh, Sewell has looked like he's completely out of his element. You don't know where he's no going. Clue. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. It's not good. It's early. It's early. So we'll we'll see once the season get going. But it is definitely early on that front. But the NFC, the excuse me, the AFC North right now. Like I said, just a couple flips here and there for me and Jay. I've got the Browns winning it. Jay's got the you got the Ravens, right, Jay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Ravens. Well, uh, for the the AFC North has got to be one of the better conferences in all of football right now. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be – that's probably going to be – they always said the NFC East, well, when they weren't as bad as they were last year, but it was always one of the most, like, back-and-forth divisions. You look at a, you look at this AFC North, and I'll be honest with you, whoever finishes where, I wouldn't be surprised. The only team that would surprise me a little bit would be the Bengals, only because I still think they're – you know, their they're ceiling to me is three. Their right. ceiling to me is three. But like everybody else in that division, if the Browns finishing first, wouldn't be surprised. If the Steelers finishing first, wouldn't be surprised. They're the they're the replacement for the NFC South the way it used to be when Matt Ryan exactly. had all the weapons and was young and Drew Brees was still there. Exactly. Exactly. I, I agree with you 100 percent Next, we're gonna head to the AFC South. Now, I'll you, you want to go first on this one, Jay? Because I, I mean oh, I, 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 th- this one's a cluster monk, just because <laughs> You know, we don't know when we're going to see Carson Wentz come back. Because if Wentz is healthy and there, the, you know, Colts are the ones you want. Uh, Does Watson play? And if Watson plays, is he going to just purposely start throwing it to nobody? (laughs) You know, and just give it to somebody. Travis Etienne got hurt. He's already done for the year. So there goes the Clemson curse of the running backs again. Oh, there it is. Right on time. Hate to say it. Right on time, Jay. That clerk, that Clemson curse. We've been talking about it since we since we started this podcast. We've mentioned the Clemson curse every year, and it has never failed us. At least once. Last year was Mike Williams. He got hurt during the year. You know, and you can even throw Deshaun Watson in there because God knows what's going on with that part of the curse. I have no Um, no, have no clue, but (laughs) no comment. So so Jay's got the Titans one, Jaguars two, Colts three, Texans four. Uh, what are your thought process behind this, Jay? Uh, there's a lot of guessing going on right now here just because the Titans have the better of the defenses along with, uh, you know, they did lose Corey Davis and they tried to replace him in the draft. We've got to see what happens there. But they still have one of the better offenses. Their overall team dynamic is better than everybody else here. All right, now switching over to myself. Uh, I got Texans fourth. I think we all agree the Texans. My God, that's all, all I got. Right. That's I'll, all I'll I got say for, it for you. They're a shit show. Yeah, it's 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 a rough deal there. Uh, three, the Jaguars. Now I I, I see why Jay went Jaguars too. Uh, I probably would have went there too, knowing you know what's going on. But after watching that offensive line in that game against the Saints. I have a lot of concerns, a lot, not a, not a little bit, a lot of concerns, and I'm worried for Trevor Lawrence. Two, I've got the Colts, but this is all based off of just, you know, their defense, uh, knowing the type of coach that Frank Wright is. They still found a way to win games last year, even when they lost, you know, when their quarterback play wasn't so great last year from time to time. They still made the playoffs. Um, uh, the Titans, I got number one, but, I mean, they just had a COVID outbreak. 
and uh, I think Vrabel's got COVID. Uh, Tannehill's on the list. They got 10 players that are already on the list. That dropped just about an hour or two ago. Uh, yeah, so- it's so- great because you know what? We got players that got COVID from that asshole. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So uh, the Titans, yes, in my opinion, they're number one right now. I, I got them there. It's going to be hard for me to pull them out just yet. Uh, as as LA said, Titans all <laughs> all got COVID crazy enough. Um, and then uh, he also says <laughs> he has the Jaguars. Where? What in the world? Defend yourself. Well, I I think the the way it fell is because they I had them winning like four games. Mm-hmm. Everybody else winning less games. Yeah, I mean, if you looked at his predictions, and like I said, we'll go deeper into that next week when you see our show. But um, like everybody else in that division is under five hundred, so it's not. This is not sexy. It's there's nothing to be smiling it, about here. It's like two of the bottom three are picking in the top five, right? And I, uh, did you hear this rumor about Andrew Luck possibly coming back? You know, you know, I know I saw something about it, and then I saw you know like yesterday was like the two year anniversary of him stepping away from it all. And how you know they made such a you know huge deal about fans were booing him and all that stuff. But we talked about how how much Andrew Luck got beat up when he was in Indianapolis. I'm not mad that the man retired. The timing miserable, timing right. miserable. You know, for a fan purpose. But as a player, if you're getting hurt, you're getting beat up. You you see this and say, man, I can't I can't have that. You know, and I understood that part of it. I really did. But if he comes back, that changes a lot in that division. Because I'm gonna tell you, if he's back and he's I said 75% of the player that he was before he left. Yeah, but one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL is out for the season. That's going to affect the way that they do things there. Yeah, that's so. that's going to hurt him big time. I, I, that's something that you, you don't want to see. So uh, according to our, our man L.A., he's throwing around at high school right now. Look, mm. well, who knows? We will see. Let's see if Frank can pull him out of retirement. Next, as we continue in the AFC, we're going to head to the AFC East. Uh, so we're heading to the AFC East on this one. And uh, just to be fair to Jay, I guess I'll go first this time. Uh, here on the end, we're going to go call, start calling what the AFC lease, like what we did last year with the <laughs> NFC. So this is where I got here in the AFC East. I got the Jets at four. Now, I will say this about the Jets. What I saw from Zach Wilson in that game against Green Bay uh, last week, and even he, even he had Aaron Rodgers impressed. Aaron Rodgers said the kid's got an arm, he can sling it, and he's very impressed in what the young man can do. So I got him at four, but with you, I, if you're a fantasy person, this is going to sound crazy, but look out for Corey Davis because that was like his – he threw the ball to Corey Davis 157 times in that game, and, I, and they look like they got a connection going. He's a guy. The Patriots. Well, go ahead, Jay. Now, who was the other guy that I told you that uh, he had a connection with? Oh, oh, uh, Tyler Croft. Tyler, Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft was there, and he didn't have a connection with him. But Knox, he actually. My fault, my fault. There we go. That's where it was. I'm sorry. Quite a I bit. One of, one of the Tyler's. One of the But Tyler's. Jesus, I'm looking at theirs. They're they've got four, five people on the COVID nineteen list. The bills. the bills, the bills are in a bad spot there. I um, I got the Patriots at three, uh, the Dolphins at two, because you, you know me and you both have a thing for Flores. We just like what he's doing down there. If Tua can just, if Tua can keep it at this point in his career as just at the beginning part as just managing the game as he grows, 
they'll they'll be in good shape there. And I got the Bills number one as long as they can keep everybody on the field due to COVID. So we'll see there. Now let's swing over to Jay's and see who Jay's got in the East. Jay in the East. Bills, Pats, Dolphins. The reason I put the Pats so high is because of the fact of they spent the most money in, ever in an offseason by any team to win. And Robert Kraft is going to do whatever he can, cheat, lie, and steal, you know, go down to Florida and visit his favorite person. I don't know. <laughs> but he's going to do whatever he can to win. Now, mark my words, uh, Gilmore will not be there very long. He's going to be going. But – you know, they got Jackson's good. Wade will come in if that trade does happen. And, you know, Belichick will get the best out of him. So, I mean, they'll find a way to win. They always get the W somehow. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll definitely figure it out. All right, so now we swing to the AFC West. Now, the AFC West, um, it, it, it's a little bit more intriguing than it was last year. Uh, to me, there's still a couple of spots where you can say, well, maybe not so much, maybe so. Hey, I filled mine out before I knew who the starter for the Broncos was. <laughs> and now you know who and now well, you know who Forever, I, I thought it was going to be Drew Locke, and I wouldn't bet anything on Drew Locke. And the Raiders, I hate John Gruden. I hope they finish last every damn year. <laughs> you know, when you go back and try to trade for a defensive stud that you traded away your first year there, you know you fucked up. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 you know it's you know it's a tough deal. I knew you know, and if you look at what they got picks wise, it did help them uh, down the road. But now you're you're hurting because you miss them, and yep. uh, it didn't. It, it just wasn't such a smart move. So this is the one that's probably going to intrigue a lot of people. So Jay's got Chargers one, Chiefs two, Broncos three, Raiders four. Tell me, sir, why the Los Angeles Chargers number one? Well, you got it right. Damn, the world's coming to it. Ah, end. you thought I was gonna get it wrong. Hey, I studied. Oh, I, was, I was waiting. <laughs> well, okay, for that, they beefed up that line because they saw what they had in Herbert last year. And I mean, they went out. They got your guy Lindsey. Put him. You know, Balaga's there. They got Slater. I could have time to throw behind that line. Uh, and I mean, you got Keenan Allen, who is one of the most underrated. Whoa, you don't even have the Chiefs winning it? No. No, no. <laughs> um, but Allen's not talked about. He's one of the a top five wide receiver in this league. Mike Williams is going to, you know, hopefully get out of his wheelchair someday. So, and uh, yeah, on top of that, Austin Eckler, man, he is a first down machine. Hey, and he's and he's a really good fantasy back. Even though people, if you're a fantasy person, Eckler's always been a really good back. He was hurt half of the year last year, but a really good fantasy back. Um, and I don't even have time enough to talk about that defense. That defense is so deep. Stay healthy. That's all they got to do, Jay, well, stay healthy. Uh, and they, they signed Chris Harris from the Broncos, and then they draft Asante Samuel Jr. And, with, then, and then you still got Derwin James and Bosa. And Nelson Adderley. And the guy Adderley. The defense has potential to really grow. I'm intrigued to see Uh, what the new coach is going to do. I'm a little bit worried because now that, you know, Anthony Lynn, I think, had the offense in the right direction, other than the fact that they just could not finish games like that, which is a really bad trait to have. They couldn't finish games. uh So that's something that, you know, you got to watch out for on that end. 
All right, now, so for me in the wonderful AFC West, I got the Chiefs uh, one, the Chargers two, the Raiders three, and the Broncos I have at four. And the Broncos, I'm just, all right, so here's my problem. I just have a problem. I'm not sure what we're going to get from the Denver Broncos. Defensively, they've always been solid defensively. I won't take that away from them, but the quarterback situation scares me. The Oakland slash Vegas slash whatever Raiders, the Vegas Raiders, there's nothing too much to write about there. I feel like they like they still work. got Mariota behind Carr, uh, and their their defense. If you look at their defensive line, they've cut and brought in so many different players trying to figure mm-hmm. out. I mean, Gerald McCoy's there now, right? I saw that. That, I saw that, that tells you how desperate. I mean, nothing against McCoy, but he is way past his prime. They're trying to figure out something there. The other person I just, that I like. The other, the other, the other move that I did like that they brought in was Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, the last couple of years, have done a really good job. So with him and um, Jacobs together, him and Jacobs together, I like that combination. Uh, last year, uh, Drake was a top twenty running back. He was almost, I think, number seventeen based off of rankings. Off of rankings. So I like, I like what they have there uh, on that end. But that's about it. The Chargers, and I got them number two, but it's all off potential and what Herbert can do in this second season. You know, uh, if Allen is healthy, if Williams is healthy, you know, they, they can make noise in that division. But to me, it's all about the Chiefs. I, I just don't see – I don't see the Chiefs losing losing that division, at least not yet. Well, I just see – I mean, I'd be happy to see him again in the Super Bowl, well, running backwards for 700-some yards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something that you – know, Yeah. There's got to be something that you'd be pretty excited about. <laughs> All right, let's swing over to the NFC. Um, no, in the NFC, I guess we'll, we'll, let's start with the West. So the NFC West, Jay, you got the Seahawks one, Cardinals two, 49ers three, and the Rams at four. Uh, give me your thoughts and breakdown on this NFC uh, West. Well, the Seahawks got Russell Wilson. I mean, he seems to be the only thing they need to keep winning. Uh, Cardinals, again. You know, we'll come in to see more Kyler Murray with more weapons. Hopefully that defense gets itself figured out. The 49ers, they're exactly like the Chargers. They cannot stay healthy. Now, the Rams for me is an interesting one because uh, with that trade that everybody's still scratching their damn head up to figure out why. If Matthew Stafford can come in with everything he's got, that defense, the Rams could be the team to watch in the entire NFL this year. So here's the funny thing. Me and you right on the same page here. <laughs> right on the same. I think it's the only division we're on the same page. It may be like one other one. That works. <laughs> my, my whole thing is the Rams, yes, I, I, I don't I, this this division is gonna be tough. This is gonna be this is another one of those. This thing could go any either way in this division. Uh, the Rams could just go out there and ball out. We could finally see the Matt Stafford that we've been waiting to see, you know, maybe win playoff games, which we'll talk about that later in Cash or Trash. Um, but the Rams could be. The 49ers, you know, once we figure out if Jimmy or, or Trey Lance is going to be the guy there, defensively, they're the 49ers are going to be fine. The Cardinals, the Cardinals have the, – they're like the Chargers in this situation. They have a team with the most potential, and they could jump in easily into that first spot all depending on how things go, uh, you know, there with, with Kyler. They're very young. 
they're young, and that's the biggest thing you got to put away. They're just like the Chargers, where there's a lot of potential. We just don't yep. know exactly if, if you know, if uh, I was calling Kingsbury. Yeah, Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Yep. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> so we don't know if Cliff is going to be able to bring those guys where they need to be. The West Coast is going to be very interesting this year. Yes. I mean, if you're one of those guys that just wait, pay attention to those East Coast games, you better wait till the 4 o'clock games and enjoy some of those 4 o'clockers because they're going to be they, – they should be some really they will. good yeah. Be really good ones. Now let's go to the NFC East. Oh, the NFC East. All right. So for me here in the NFC East, and I think me and Jay did agree on this one. Uh, but we'll get Jay's up in a second here. The Eagles. For, yeah, just that. for the record, you and I are gonna be beaten, by the way. Yeah, probably so. But yours, but yours because you didn't put them number one, and mine's because I did put oh, them number no, one. I, I specifically one. didn't put them number one for that did reason. You? And that's the reason why it's like you you, you catch it on both ends. Uh, Eagles I'm, four, Giants <laughs> three, and the Giants are a team that if their offense kind of comes together, uh, they, they, all those weapons that they brought in for Danny Dimes in the offseason, at least on a on a on an expectation point, the, the Giants better come to play. I'm probably gonna get beat up because I put the Washington football team at second. A lot of people got the winners division, but here's my biggest problem with them, Jay, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me. Their consistency on the offensive side of the ball scares me. They could not score against the Bengals in that preseason game, and they kept them on the field a little bit longer than I think they wanted to. Um, you know, and I think that is. So Rob says, I do not understand not having Washington won. Well, this is it. I, I just don't feel confident in their offense just yet. So for me, I'm at least put them on at two because of how great their defense is. And to me, even though the Cowboys' defense has been suspect, that offense is is spectacular. I got um, I got uh, Dallas at one. I got it. Before I put yours up, listen to what LA says. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It, it is a very Giants are going to set a record for most players retired before the season starts. Sheesh. I don't know. That's good. <laughs> So Jay's NFC East, Eagles four, Giants three, Cowboys two, and Washington football team number one. What you got there for me? Well, uh, I like that defense. Uh, What we've seen, you know, I'll go back to last year's Super Bowl. Uh, Defense is really what pushes people. Uh, And I want to say what the fuck, but Washington football team. uh, (laughs) I know you're messing me up too. (laughs) But – you know, as long as Heineke or Fitzmagic can, you know, get it to Gibson, Samuel, you know, Washington has the MVP in Chase Young. I love Chase Young. Ohio State, would, go, bro. Would not be surprised. But, I mean, they can do that. Where there's so many questions with, you know, Dak got paid. Dak's got shoulder problems. Zeke likes playing hot potato when he's got the ball in his hand. What's up, Marky? What's up, Marquette? How you doing, brother? Got to get your legacy on fire, too. But that's – we'll talk about that, too. Right there, right but, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, for me, the Eagles, there's too many question marks. Uh, they can't stay healthy at all. Devontae Smith, remember, the greatest wide receiver ever, Rob? He's always broken. <laughs> he had he had a pretty – he had a couple good catches in that preseason game. I can't remember who they were playing. I, I, w- I was a little bit impressed he, on that. He hyper inspected his pinky. <laughs> Well, Rob said Dak injury was for TV. Big shame. Look, all I know is, all I know is, if 
from what I've seen from Hard Knocks, I, I still I've got a different perspective of Dak. I've always been a, a low key fan of Dak Prescott because I, I, he he doesn't oh. scream at you and makes you want to say, "Oh, I hope he does bad." He's not like other people in the past that have been Dallas Cowboys quarterback. He's a great human being. I will give him right. that one hundred percent. Because right. if not his mama, yeah, she ain't got time for the game. Yeah, I mean, and so Dak. You know, I think the whole thing is like, you know, watching that show makes me want to like really root for him. I want to see them do well. I don't want to see it for the fans' sake, just for his sake, because you know, cowboy fans are a different level. <laughs> but you just want to you want to see him succeed because you're tired. Well, I don't know if you are and everybody, but personally, they get paid, they get lazy. That's always been the case, and and, and that's why I said we're going to see a lot of big names got like Josh Allen got paid. Dak got paid. We're going to see if those guys live up to that contract. Uh, we're going to we're going to see a lot of that this year. Those guys who got that big time money, but that's yeah. all. It's always a fun like little trait to see if they do well. First, it was the ankle injury, you know, and he seemed to be doing all right. They said he'd be back, and now it's a shoulder problem. And on the DL in different circles, you're hearing it's something close to what you know possibly Breeze had. No, you do not want that. Oh my goodness! You do if you're if you're them, you do not want that. Especially after you paid them that forty trillion dollars, it's just it's just it just oh. would be too much. Cooper Rush. Wow! <laughs> All right, let's head to the NFC North. Jays NFC North Packers one, Vikings two, Lions three, Bears four. I hope uh, Raphael is not watching. I, I did the Raphael. Bears last just for Raphael. I did. <laughs> Because now that I've met him personally and I know that his character, I know he can take me giving him shit and I can take it just as well. So, yes, the Bears last. Oh, boy. What what gave you the urge uh, to give the Lions? What, what are you seeing in the Lions that make you say, man, let me put the Lions at three? Uh, I really uh, – I like their coach. I like the way he came in. He didn't come in like Patricia – with that, uh, you know, swinging cock syndrome, as I'll put it. Like, you're going to do this. This is my team. I don't He come in. He has an idea of what he wants to do. And, um, you know, build a team. And they're doing that. They have some great pieces. Like I said, you know, uh, Panay Sewell, questionable. But I think we're going to see a change for Jeffrey Akuda. you know, the number three pick. Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because of uh, L.A. and uh, Rob. They got me in tears right now. Uh, oh, God, what's Rob saying? Rafa- they said they about to tag Raphael. And then, and then Rob was like, Bears at four? Man, and he tagged Raphael. So everybody needs Raphael to know that Jay well, picked the Bears four. He's not going to like now, Rob. Now, Rob, this is going to be a thing, though. If Remember when y'all started Andy Dalton? How good y'all do? Andy uh-huh. Dalton's a starter right now for the Bears. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. That's all I got to say. You bring oh. Justin Fields in and let him start and learn. I believe that it they move up in this ranking. So then let's see. You have uh, the Vikings at two, Packers at one. The Vikings, I'm concerned because Kirk Cousins being Bubble Boy, I don't think uh, he can really play that well. <laughs> wow, wow. I will say this. I'm I, um on my end. I got the Lions four, but I'll be honest with you. I really wanted to put them at three. Actually, I wanted to I wanted to put the Vikings last. Sorry, Dre. You know I love you, brother. God rest your soul. I wanted to put the Vikings last just because I hate them that much. But my whole thing is if the Vikings come to play, uh, and they play and Perk Cousins plays solid football, 
then I got them at number two. The only reason why I almost tempted to put them down at three and put the Bears at two was because I don't I really do think that this and, and this is a little bit off topic in a way, but I think that the COVID situation he had during the summertime when he got it or was in the contact with it and refused to wear the mask and some of the comments he made. I, 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 and then looking to see what type of person his dad is. I know this is stretching it out there a little bit. I think a couple of his teammates are not going to like that too hot. I, I, I listened to his dad. His dad's a pastor. He's like, oh, well, buddy. Okay. So he's got some opinions on some things that I think a lot of people wouldn't concur with, but we'll see how that works out. Uh, now, see, I've uh, heard that they're trying to work a deal to send Anthony Barr and a couple first-rounders. To Darrell is a homer. Rogers, uh, oh Jesus, that's great. But um, Von Miller might end up being on the Vikings this year. Whoa! No. And uh, they Whoa. have a guy in Rob. I hope you're still here. In uh, they took in the third round in Chaz Sherrod. That is a baller. He gets out there on that field and he's everywhere where the ball's at. I loved him as a linebacker. Man, LA. The, I mean. <laughs> well, LA. I picked him just because I think it's going to be his last. Uh, fuck you before he walks next year. As long as he win the ring before he walk, we good. He better win the ring before he walk. He, he's he's done. This is his last year in a Packers jersey, bro. I do not care. If, I agree, I Rob. hundred percent. I don't want to see him leave. But if he walks out and gives me a championship to give me something to at least hold on to for the next ten years, then I will be okay with that. I mean, as long as he Good gives point. us a. Like one or two, you know, pick sixes. I'm good. I bet you are. I bet. I bet you are. Remember that <laughs> awesome stat I threw out, and then you know, Jamel that's Dean. All your, that's all your fault. You know that, right? And I'm <laughs> great with it, bro. I'm good. I bet you are. Now I'm gonna go first on this one because I want Dave to be able to go last on this next one. You're all going right, so, south. Oh yeah, NFC South. Uh, we got. I got the Falcons. And the clusterfuck uh, behind it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, the, the Falcons and the Panthers, that could go either way. It would not surprise me. Um, you know, I picked the Falcons fourth because I I like Matt Ryan. I mean, I, I think he's getting a little bit older. The arm is a little bit – not as doesn't have as much strength as it used to. Kyle Pitts looks like he's going to be just as, just as good as advertised. Um, Ridley looks just as good as advertised. So, I mean, that could be something that goes in their favor. I, but I'm not sold on the defense. I'm not sold on a lot of that team. I really just need to see what Arthur Smith can do. Uh, the Panthers, I think the Panthers have really, even though they may not look great on paper, they've they've done some good things. And I feel like that they could make strides in the division, at least make it make it competitive. The Saints. Uh, <laughs> Jameis Winston looked pretty good in that game, and it was the Jaguars. But Jameis' accuracy looks a lot better than it did two years ago when he was with Tampa Bay. No, I got I got some stuff for you on that one. I, I mean, I, I really do like what I've seen there. I hope he gets a chance. I want to see him succeed because I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just think that sometimes you should have get LASIK surgery at the beginning of your career. Uh, and then, of course, I got the, the defending champs. I mean, the defending champs are, <clears throat> are who they are. And I got them at number one and number one for a reason. There's no reason why they shouldn't why they shouldn't be, you know, winning this division, in my opinion. Now we swing to Mr. Jeremiah Quimby. Uh, let's see. I, I went with the Saints just because I know uh, the defense they got, most of it's returning. Uh, the Falcons are just uh, a shit show. Uh, but after watching Calvin Ridley, yeah, 
fantasy wise, I want to get him because he was burning people, man. Uh, those one on one drills, he was looking great. Besides that, I mean, the Panthers, what the Panthers, what the, are you doing? <laughs> I, I want to see, you know, Sam Darnold do good. I'm glad that they uh, gave Robbie Anderson that extension. He deserved it. They got all that. But Christian McCaffrey was hurt a lot last year, and everybody's got him. He's the number one, number one fantasy player this year. And does and he have one, any tr- tread left on the tires, man? And number one running back in, in, in Madden, which is, which is a sham to me. How is Derrick Henry not the number one running back? And he played all last year and ran for 2,000 yards. Madden, shame on y'all. My man didn't even play last year. They made him number one. Like, he played, like, two games. They, they, I tell you, the Madden ratings are garbage. But I'm sorry, sir. Continue. No, I mean, you know, I I hope the Bucks, you know, do what they're supposed to do. They don't have that hangover. Uh, and this hurts so much to say this. Oh, God, forgive me. Uh Tom Brady's tearing him up, getting him prepared. It's hurting to say it out loud. It, it does. He's a Tom Brady. He's, dude, he's lighting him up. He's, you know how much I hate Michigan, period. He hates Michigan. Yeah, he hate oh, my God. Brady. It took a Michigan and, man to come down there and help you get a ring. It hurts, doesn't it? Hey, you got the ring, though. What are you mad for? What are you mad for? Because you, it's the team up north. Yeah, I see. I understand. I understand. Okay. And, I mean, duh. It did hurt a lot. So real quick, we'll swing through some of our comments. Rob says the Lions have a bright future. Their OC will work magic with golf. I will say this about the Lions. Uh, I do like their head coach. Even though a lot of people think he might be on Coke or he's got crazy amounts of energy. If you look at the staff they have there, Anthony Lynn came in as an offensive coordinator. I think with Aaron Glenn is the defensive coordinator. They've got like really good coaching staff there. So, like, I don't want to put nothing past, uh, you know, Detroit. They'll be a better team this year for sure. Yeah, and they're, they're wide receivers. I'm Everybody was worried they, they lost Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay is not going to stay healthy for the New York Giants. And, you know, they brought in Perriman Williams, the guy that from – he was with Las Vegas, but everybody remembers Williams on his big year from the Chargers. And he's 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 fast, but uh, I can never say this dude's name. Quintez Safias, he is a possession receiver from Wisconsin. He was hurt last year. Watch out for him. He's gonna be balling. Also, uh, Rob says Sean McVay was exposed by the Patriots. Uh, L.A. says stop being greedy. The Packers don't need any more rings. We can always take more rings. I don't mind getting number four. Well. The 14th overall bad boy, you know, I'll take that. Uh, Rob also says, don't sleep on Carolina. Do not sleep on Carolina. He thinks the Saints are dangerous. Russ says, don't let them get away with it, too. This is also true. Uh, Russ, if Green Bay wouldn't let them let just win in there and just, hey, you want a touchdown before the halftime? Here you go. Merry Christmas. Kevin King. You know what? We're not going to even. We're not even do Greatest Jeopardy answer ever. Whose call was it to kick the field goal? Oh, so oh, we already know who call that was. He should. He should have ran it. I'm not. You know what? I'm not bringing up old memories. I'm gonna get hurt. Uh, Rob says nobody is talking about Brady wanted to get to a hundred thousand passing yards. He is in reach if he plays four to five more years. Well, if they keep him upright, guess what? He doesn't get hit. 
I mean, if, if his arm can take it and he can mentally move out there on the field, huh, why not? I mean, Julio Franco played until he was like 40 or 50 years old. You know, baseball, but still. You know, um, I've been watching stuff with the Bucks on their live streams and stuff. Tom Brady made a deal with uh, a couple of his wide receivers that if they could set up an enough, and I don't, I got to, I didn't check it, an NFL record of getting three wide receivers mm-hmm. with a thousand yards receiving, he would give them each a hundred thousand dollar bonus. That's crazy. But I'd be happen. all right with it. It could happen. It could happen. LA says, man, let that petty stuff go. You got the ring, Jay. That mess don't matter after they graduate. <laughs> Uh, actually it does. Cause I've been everywhere. I had a lady in Detroit that almost didn't let me on a damn plane. Cause I had an Ohio state mask on and she's like, you know, that don't fly Make up here. And I was like, ma'am, you realize we've won almost like eight in a row. So if you guys fire your coach, you could win. Just That's get on the plane, sir. Just not letting, just not letting you on. Just not so I, I, I'm an alarm. I, I can't let it go. I don't want to let it go. How's that? There you go. There you go. Last one before we move on. Uh, Russ says I'm with Gall- with the Galladay signing, but I would have had Al- would have had Allen Robinson. I-, I mean, I think Allen Robinson is the better receiver. Galladay is always hurt. It seems yeah, like, uh, and uh, they should have traded. They, uh, I mean, isn't it weird that? Uh, oh shit! Uh, Evan Ingram and OJ Howard were drafted in the same draft. And they're always hurt. Right. Always hurt. We'll see. Hopefully things will change. Now, Jay, um, with this next part here, did you want to go ahead and give our um, – you want to do our Super Bowl predictions or wait till next week? Next week. Let's do next week. But let's do this because, I mean, and we'll just throw these – and we're just going to do these off the top of our head, y'all. We're not going to – we didn't prep for any of what's about to happen here. But we're going to do some postseason awards real quick. Um, just right off the top of your head, Jay. This is just a fling if you can. Um, if you had to say right now, who's going to be the coach of the year? Um, coach of the year, shit. Let's say Flores. Ah, I like that. I probably would have said that too. Ah, I'm I'm gonna go with um ah, I'm gonna go with Kingsbury. I, I was going to say it out loud because right I knew where you – it was the only other coach you could think that was relatively new that, that was losing. <laughs> <laughs> Next, um, and these are, like I said, these are all off top of the head, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, comeback player of the year. Um, that one's kind of tough because uh, you're trying to think who was hurt and comeback did good. I'm going to say, you know what, fuck it, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, I like that. I like. I'm going with Dak. I'm gonna go with Dak. <clears throat> Dak's number two on my MVP list. I, I got a lot of slack for that, but that's okay too. I, I still think that if they come to play, he'll be great. But I got him at number two. Um, defensive rookie of the year. Oh, I know you always got one up your sleeve. You always got one up your sleeve. Well, uh, a lot of me wants to say Horn with uh, Carolina. But it, it more than likely it's going to be a pass rusher. Oh. Let me think about that. You pick yours. I'll go. I'll go mine. I'm going to go with Patrick Sertan. Uh, I think Sertan's going to do good things uh, under Vic um, under Vangio because uh, Fangio is like a great defensive mind, and I just got a feeling that he'll do some good things up there in Denver. So I'm going to go with Patrick Sertan. Yeah, because. Uh, hmm. 
<laughs> you see, you're really picking my brain. You caught me off with that one. I mean, you know, look, hey, look, I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and name my offensive while you're thinking. Um, let's see. So my offensive guy I, is probably going to be, because I think they will be competitive. I just don't know. I think numbers-wise, he'll do a really good job. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, um, Zach Wilson. I, I really do think that kid's got some. He's got, he's got uh, a huge amount of talent. So I'll, I'll go there. So I'll I'm gonna go know. Justin Fields offensively. Justin Fields offense. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's gonna be playing by week three, so it's not gonna make a difference. Yeah, he'll be playing by week three. Maybe. Mm, week. <laughs> just because this, you know what? Actually, I got it. Because I was impressed with the way he was playing. Micah Parsons. Hey, Parsons has looked pretty decent. Uh, that, really, that Hall of Fame game, man, he was all over the field. He was running like a line or a running back. A, he picked up a fumble recovery or forced a fumble. And I can't remember which one in the uh, Cardinals game. Uh, so, I mean, and and the, the kid doesn't ever want to get off the field. Um, like I said, that's the one thing I think this watching this show has kind of given me. He doesn't want to get off the field. And they, you know, him and CeeDee Lamb got into an argument last week just because he CeeDee was trying to tell him, hey, man, you're making me play. Like, he's like, no, man, but you, it's the competitiveness. So right. I love the Parsons pick. Love the Parsons pick. All right, so we'll do uh, uh, defensive player of the year. Um, Let's go with Shaq Barrett. I, I'm going with Chase. I'm going with Chase Young. Um, you know, Rob's got him as the MVP, but I got to go with him as the uh, – This, like I said, off the whim. I'm just – you know, I'm defensive player of the year. I, watching him – like go at half speed during this preseason, and he's and it looks like if he was going full full speed, he's a monster. He had forty seven sacks. I'm not. I'm not even sitting here trying to be funny. Like he, him and him and Montez Sweat are going to be a huge problem. <clears throat> that defensive line with him, well, Sweat, uh, Allen, and, plus, and, and then you got Payne. I love the bench. And then uh, uh, the linebacker they drafted along with Holcomb, and yeah. then you know Curl, the sixth round pick is. Easily top ten safety, Jimmy Moreland. I mean, the defense is—they got a pro. They got a Super Bowl defense, and I'm not just saying that because we cover them. Everybody no, they—they. They, you know, shit, they've got. Let's see, what four, four or five first round picks on defense right now, starting. So I mean, it's it, it's insane. And they let Kerrigan walk. Who's Kerrigan even playing for? Oh, nobody. Uh, Eagles. Eagles, I believe. <clears throat> yeah, like I said, nobody. He's, he's an Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and, uh, you know, prayers to Vinnie Curry. I, I read uh, up on yeah, him yeah, yeah. with that uh, blood clotting disease uh, from somebody that's had him before. That's a nasty thing, and it's terrible pain. It's, it's, it's nothing but prayers because that's it's tough, man. Blood clots, man, they, they are sneaky. They are really sneaking, and just when you think, and when you're not thinking, they just appear. So Damn. God, that's what got that's what got Brutus. It's crazy stuff. It is. Crazy stuff. So, I, I, right. I lost the knee spell there, but we'll go into that um, another time. Uh, all right, so let's do uh, offensive player and an MVP. So who? Give me your offensive player and your MVP. Offensive player, Pat Mahomes. Mm, I'm like going e- easy one in there. Just because uh, I think he's still pissed off about the Super Bowl loss. Yeah, he's going. He's going. He's going to be pissed. He's going to be pissed. Um, whoo, boy, that's a tough one. I thought I'd be more prepared for this one. Um, I kind of like going running back with this position because running backs don't win the MVP anymore, unfortunately. So I'm gonna go with Derrick Henry. 
Because uh, I mean, until somebody it, stops him, he's an absolute monster. If he can reach that that mark again, possible. I yes, but even when he reached that mark, was he MVP? Not last year, no. Not last year, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll like I'll be, like I said, offensive player of the year. Yeah, MVP. No, nah, I I wouldn't give nigga. That's a that's a quarterback award now nowadays. Um, last our MVP. Who do you have as your MVP? This is off the cuff. Uh, this is not our no, official. Uh, oh, no. I, you know where I was going with this. Aaron Rodgers is going to ball out just so he can show y'all his white ass on the way out the door. You know, as long as a ring comes with it, that's all I care about. I just, I, you know, I, I'm going to stick to that sentiment. As long as there's a ring involved in that, then yes, then that will be there, fine. There's been quite a few things that have come up uh, about – what will actually happen behind the curtains of why he wants to leave there. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely very reminiscent of the Brett Favre thing. Yeah. I And I think a lot of people don't underestimate that there's, there's a, there's a chance he comes back. It's a light, it's a light chance, but I really think it all depends on how the Packers handle this season with him. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, the biggest thing is he wants say so. If he doesn't feel like that they're committed to that, he's gone. Do you remember how pumped you were when they signed a free agent wide receiver that hasn't played but one game? And guess what? Had four catches in there. He he was looking crisp and I know four catches don't seem like, but in the preseason, that's a lot. I was like, okay, finally. But and then they draft one wide receiver, and he's been hurt a couple times. So I mean, they're not giving him weapons. Uh, I like the Josh Myers pick to take over for Lindsley, but they're not. Loves Josh Myers, by the way. He loves Josh Myers. He says he's Tall, done a really good job. Tallest center he's ever played behind. I'm telling you. Uh, and then, but here's my MVP, and I'm going with Josh Allen. I'm going with Josh Allen. I, I've I've not been shy about that. I, they I didn't like, get him enough weapons, man. I, you know, I I still think they could have gave him at least. I felt like he he needed one more weapon weapon on that off. I mean, on that offense, the defense is going to be fine. They'll, they'll they'll be good on defense as. I was hoping that they'd give him a, a really, 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 really good tight end. Um, and maybe uh maybe one more receiver. But they did pick up uh Steven Sims, which is a very low-key underrated move there for them because he's Steven, fast. Yeah, he's fast. He he returned punts and stuff last year for Washington. Uh the kids got, as they say on Madden a couple years ago, breakaway from the cop speed. The guy's talented. Um, and with Cole Beasley being in his situation, watch out. They actually got one of your old wide receivers on their team, Jake Kumaro. Oh, yeah, Kumaro. Yeah, I remember the one that uh, Aaron didn't want to let go. Yeah. Yep. He's there now. So, I mean, their biggest thing is just running back. uh, They don't have that. They've got the pound and ground, but they don't have that catch them out of the flat. Yeah, they don't have that guy guy. Because I feel like their running backs were – Underwhelming last year. They didn't weren't where they where they could be or what they should be. But hell, they've got three people that used to be from Carolina on their team. Well, that makes sense. You know, uh, you know, with Mc, uh, McVeigh McDermott having that uh, that Carolina collection connection. Right. I'm pretty sure he's up there snagging and stealing people from there every chance he can get. <laughs> Him and that Rivera boot. So that's that's another reason why I wasn't surprised to see Sims. Head up there because he's got a little bit of that Rivera in him, and since they were connected at one point, it just really doesn't. That, that was a was a good move on their part. Please don't say a little bit of Ver, Ver, Vernera or whatever in him. 
<laughs> a little bit of Rivera. Barrera in him. All right, everybody, you know what it's time for. You don't have to cover yours this time, Jay. And now it's time for Cash or Trash. Hey, yeah, see? No ears heard or nothing, Jay. I'm glad. (laughs) No ears heard or nothing. So, all right, we're going to start it off with Cash or Trash here. Uh, and um, the first thing that we're going to talk about in Cash and Trash is about this gentleman right here, Mr. <clears throat> oh, Mr. Sony Michelle got traded yesterday to the Rams. Uh, he is um, going to LA. You know, he's had a, the last couple of years have been kind of weird. He started off that first year was so great for him, Jay. Uh, and then this last one, maybe not so much. And so now he gets a chance to go to LA where they're, uh, down a running back, Henderson's out uh, with an injury. Uh, so he's got a chance to really maybe step up and do some big things for L.A. What are your thoughts? Well, first uh, of all, cash or trash on this trade? And then give me your oh, thoughts. I'm cashing it 100% because he is a really a third down back that, you you know, even you don't have with Henderson, uh, Cam Akers. I mean, he is a guy you can r- put out in the slot that can catch and go, you know, Remember when him and Chubb were coming out and everybody was like, oh, my God, he's so great. Well, Chubb is the guy that you ground and pound with. He'll get you the 80-yard touchdown. Sony will get you the 80-yard receiving touchdown. And I think that really helps Stafford has a cushion if he can't get the ball out four, three steps to five steps. Yeah, I um I like I like this move because I mean the guy's got Super Bowl experience, so that's definitely going to help out with him. He, I mean the guy played with Tom Brady. He he he's a Bill Belichick type of back, you know. And I think that they they could use somebody with his toughness. I think he's going to be huge for them. Uh, so I'm going to cash this one with uh, Sony Michelle heading to uh, the Rams. Uh, the next one, this one is a uh, uh, this guy right here. This guy right here. Um, <laughs> God bless him. Because it feels like we've we've been trying to figure out what to do with Josh Rosen. Now Josh Rosen is signed with the Atlanta Falcons. The cash of trash on this one is cash of trash. Has Rosen finally found a real home? This is his fifth NFL team. His I, 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 I NFL. know. I want to cash it. But the thing, you know, him coming out of um, UCLA, he was the comparison to the next year of golf. And then all of a sudden, he gets kicked out of you know Arizona, and then he, hell, he was even on our team, and we didn't protect him on the practice squad. I was excited to have him, but Bruce Arians didn't like something about him, so it makes you wonder. Yeah, man, it's kind of weird because like I, you like you want to see him do well, you know, it just doesn't happen. Trash just because it's the Falcons. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to see him do well, but I got to trash it, unfortunately. I think when you are in your 50, he's already been on more teams. He's almost been on more teams at this point in his career than Fitzpatrick has been in his whole career. And I know that's a lot. Because well, teams. No, it's, it's but I, you got to throw – I got to throw something out here. You know, and I know that doesn't mean anything because they don't really – well, we don't take much stock in it. But, you know, Fitzpatrick is the person that has scored the highest on the Wonderlic test. Ever well, I mean that makes sense. He's an Ivy League guy. He 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 better he better be well, out there making but, that thing happen. And that's why he's been able to stay in the league because he can absorb. And it, that's the thing I think Rosen's having problems with. 
That's and that's why I said I want I want to see if if he can finally get to a place and just stick there and give him some time because every place he's been, it's been like one year, some of them half a year. It's like he's been in the league uh-huh. what four years. This is gonna be his fourth year, his 15. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I really thought Rosen was gonna be. I mean, because all the quarterbacks in that class in that first round, they have done a little something, something. But not they him. Little, yeah, but not him, unfortunately. No, no, actually, you know what? His uh he's got a lot of flying miles. Yes, he does. He's got he's got a ton of flying miles. Next one, cash or trash. And we talked about this a little bit earlier. Josh Allen will win the NFL MVP. I'm trashing it. Uh I'm going with uh your guy just because he's either, he's gonna ball out. I really think that. But my dark horse, this is Matthew Stafford. Just because he's not gonna be used to having a line that gives him a chance to throw. A defense that keeps him off the field all the time, and people that can catch the ball. I mean, he did I, have Megatron, but that's one person. I would say um, my dark horse would probably be Kyler Murray. I don't know why I'm just throwing it out there. I, I just got a feeling that if they can get clicking on that offense all the way around this year, they brought James Conner in. That'd be my dark horse. I'm cashing Josh Allen. So I'm not gonna go too deep in that, but I am cashing Josh Allen. Uh, next one. Cash or trash? Justin Herbert takes a step back this season. Trash, 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 trash. <laughs> that man is legit. Uh, you know, him and Joe Burrow. I mean, that quarterback class is so exciting, and I'm hoping we see the same thing this year from the guys that got drafted. Um, just he came in, and he, I mean, he balled out. And not much has changed except your line got better. So I'm 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 going to I'm going to cash it. I think he takes a small step back, not a big step back. The only thing is I'm I really thought that the connection him and Anthony Lynn had last year really helped him out. So I want to see how this guy does because I know he's a, a Rams he's a Rams former Rams coach. So we'll see if you know that McVay tree comes through in fruition on this one. So. It's only cash because I'm. I think it's a small step, not a big step. You know, soft, maybe baby sophomore slump. Next one, McVay's still a passing type of guy. That's also true, though. They may they may let it sling. They may let it sling. Next one, cash or trash. Matt Stafford wins his first playoff game this, or I probably should have worded Ken win his first playoff game this year. I, I'm gonna cash it with you know the fact that I believe that if they do make the playoffs that it'll be a you know a wild card game and they will play an NFC North team to win. Oh see now that's just disrespectful. You could have said any other division. You could have said the East. You could have said the East, but you had to go to the North. You oh yeah, I mean? because that's where he was and everybody treated him like the redheaded stepchild. Well, maybe he's playing the Lions then because I mean I <laughs> how, how sweet would that be if he went in there and you know the house that he built just walked out of it. Saying, see, that bitches, would be pretty, would be pretty sweet for him. It'd be a great storyline. Would be a great storyline. We got two more of these bad boys. Next wait, one. Hey, wait, no, no, you didn't answer what you said. Oh, Miles, I, I got, I'm gonna cash it. I cash it. I think he can win his first playoff okay. game. Okay, and win his first playoff game this year. He's, I think he's got a better team around him. So, and McVay's got the experience. But do I really think it's gonna happen? We got, I got him finishing fourth right now. So, it's, it's like, <laughs> next one. Derrick Henry goes back to back, cash or trash for two thousand yards this season. I love Derrick Henry. Um, 
2000 back to back is hard. Has anybody done it? Mm, I don't think nobody has done it. I think so. There's a couple of people that have gotten close, but I don't think nobody's ever done it. And I, and if somebody here knows, then please let us know. But I don't think nobody's ever done it because, uh, you know, they, ha they've had some movement on that line. Uh, I, I, I just don't see it happening. And without having a solidified number two with, you know, Corey Davis finally catching the ball and come them not keeping him. I know Julio's there, so it might open. I still don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, so the only thing that I'm going to give, um, see, that's a good one. LA's got a good one. Did Chris Johnson do it? I feel like he may have been one person that went back to back 2000. We're going to have to check that after the show. You're going to have me wondering for sure. Uh, but Statman says he's on the job. So oh, okay, Russ, I was just looking. So Russ is checking that out for us uh, at the current time. If I had to say, uh, the only thing, only reason why I would all, I want to cash it, only because there's an extra game. So I was like, well, if there's an extra game, maybe if he doesn't do as much, but it's a little, you know, over a longer period of time. But I'm, I'm gonna say trash too. I think he gets close. I'm gonna say he has about like 17 or 18, but I don't think he gets. Nobody's done it. Nobody's done it. Nope, because uh, uh, AP was in 2012, and then Henry was most recent last year. So knew it was something close like that. I wasn't for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, so for me, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trash it only because I just don't know if it's I just don't know. I just don't. Know. It's hard to do, man. It is. It's a hard thing to do. Last but not least, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna love this one. Cast the trash. Jameis Winston will have a breakout season. And that's saying a lot coming from a guy who threw for 5,000 yards. But we're talking about as an overall quarterback. Like trash. Changes. Trash? Trash. Oh, the, the, the reason I'm trashing it is because of the simple fact of, you know, you've only had eight guys ever, ever in NFL history to throw for 5,000-plus yards. He's one of them. Aiken, but – he also had 30 plus turnovers that didn't win games. Yeah. If you cut those in half, you stole my stat. <laughs> That's what Russ said. You stole, you stole my stat. There it I'm is. sorry, stat man. Bro. Angry face. <laughs> I, I will say this. I think um I, I think I think he does have a breakout season. And it is not, it may not be statistically. But I think as a quarterback, I think we we're going to see a different quarterback than we saw that last year in, in Tampa Bay. Because yeah, I think that, you know, the way McVay will coach him up and, and you know, McVay's had really good run with quarterbacks. McVay? Uh, yeah, huh? You mean Peyton? I mean Peyton. Oh, good, good catch, Jay. Good catch. Uh, I don't know why I said McVay. Uh, but Peyton, uh, and I think he's had a really good run, and I think that he'll be able to kind of get him where he needs to be. But for the I last nine years, he's had Drew Brees, man. And Drew Brees, and Drew Brees helped him out though. So but that's a, that's the other key element. I think Drew Brees is the only person on that list that has thrown multiple times for five thousand yards. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like Drew Brees last year kind of help mentor Jameis Winston. Something that we probably don't know. I think I think he's got a better chance. He's got way not and then this is no slight against the Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay has some weapons on that team. And so LA says here says he thinks he's in a better situation. I think 
if they can get Thomas back healthy, I think overall that team is a better offensive team than they had when he was um, in Tampa Bay. And that's saying a lot for a year he threw 5,000 yards with two Pro Bowl receivers. It, it just it, it really gets me that, you know, a better situation. But, you know, Tom Brady comes in and wins the Super Bowl with the same team. Don't do that. Don't do that. Tom what? Brady is different. Tom Brady is different, sir. You cannot sit here and be like, well, it's the same team. It's not the same team. But you were trying to say, you know, Drew Brees mentored him and did this. I didn't say he that. mentored him. I, just, but I didn't say statistics. Bruce Arians is a – he took like a 43-year-old quarterback and he almost he passed took, for five – He what? took Tom Brady. He got Tom Brady in there. Isn't and that, threw for how many yards and how many touchdowns when nobody said – even Belichick gave up on him. But that's because he threw the ball more. Belichick doesn't throw the ball as much as Arians throws the ball. And and Tom got more free reign down there than he had when he was in New England. Oh, they ain't no violin. Get out of here. Boo! Boo! <laughs> but, look – um. I, I think I like what uh, LA says here, and I think this will be the biggest thing. He should have a lower interception. Um, you know, he shouldn't throw thirty picks this year. But if the he, other, you know, is Mike Thomas going to play for the Saints? Because you, you know he's unhappy. Plus, he's out. Yeah, we don't know what what's going on with Mike Thomas. Uh oh, there it is. Go ahead, LA. Tell him Tom Brady took himself. Stop it. <laughs> He's, a, he's the man. Tom Brady took himself. What do you mean took himself? No, no. You're, it takes, you're going to another place. <laughs> it, takes, it takes 22 people to win a game. Tom Brady didn't turn the ball over, but once he gets the ball to the other person, it's their responsibility. That's true. That's true. We're going to take that away from him. Now, obviously, mm. I, and I want to say this because I know that the Bucks defense doesn't get the credit that they deserve, but that defense and Todd Boyles last year, phenomenal. Phenomenal. So I want I wanted to toss that out there. Yeah, and that's why we made him the highest paid coordinator in the league. Only makes sense. Well, makes sense. I'm but then you know, if you look at the NFL top one hundred, mm-hmm. that defense actually had three people in it. And then, over. Is it over? Is the top 100 over? They still got players that can be they in there, still right? got the I think top ten, but we both our middle linebackers made it and Shaq Barrett. Sheesh. I'm not surprised. I mean, the okay. defense, is, defense is good. So Look at the 2020 redrafts that everybody does. They've got Worf going like third to the Giants, and then they got Winfield Jr. going in the top ten. We, But, you know, the draft, <laughs> once we saw Worf jump out of that pool, I was like, oh, I was like, that's a big dude to be jumping out of that pool. I, I was, was like, excited, bro. I mean, you, you guys drafted yourself a potential. Potential. Hall of Fame offensive lineman. And I know that's all that's a hard thing to say after one season, but I, I mean just looking at that agility and then watching what he did last year, to me, potential down the road. He's definitely one of those guys when you first see him uh, come out and say, <laughs> Oh, I agree. I was scared with when we drafted Joe Tyron. And then watch him just the way he plays. I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, the dude hasn't wore pads in two years, but he can still do this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh man look before we get out of here last thing here uh, trash. Top 100 list is trash it's a popularity contest they vote for uh they vote for the players they like i mean but you know that's, that's Fine. when i renew my pff la you and i are gonna go on back and forth 
<laughs> All right, everybody. That has been episode 277 here of the Legacy Maker Sports Will Podcast. we ever make it to 300? So, so good to be back. Uh, me and Jay, uh, so we're going to kind of give you an idea what our new format's going to be. Me and Jay are going to bring you the podcast here between the football season up until around draft time. So just be, that's that's going to be our new season link. So y'all be on the lookout for that. We're going to bring you an episode a week, especially during the football season. We want to make sure that you guys get our predictions every week. You know, me and Jay are going to bring that to you every week, see who's going to win it this year. I think Jay snuck me last year. I was in the league for most of the season. and then I, I think I won by like just a couple wins. He, he won by he won by like three wins last year. And I was winning in the first seven to eight games. And then I had like three or four bad weeks and he just snuck right on past me. Took the Super Bowl from me and took the a victory lead from me. But that's okay. I still love you, brother. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been episode 277. 278 should be back the week before. <laughs> Uh, the season starts. Uh, we're we're um, shooting for September the eighth right now, I believe. Yes, Unless, and, you, uh, yes. You'll be back. So, I'll be back. But okay. uh, Andre, I know you're watching over us. Love you, bro. Miss Love you. you uh, I just it, it, that one it, it hurts. Yeah, it still hurts. Uh, it, it, so, it still stings. Still, if stings. we're not making you proud, kick us in the ass. We'll get remotivated. Real, real facts, brother. We love you, man. God rest your soul, man. And like I said, here on Legacy Maker, we're going to make sure that we honor you. And yeah. That's what we go out. Keep, and we'll keep an eye out for your wife. Make sure she's, you know, she's a strong woman. Yep. But, we're make, you know, we're everybody needs sure. help. All right, y'all. That's been it. I'm Darrell Owens. Jay Quimby. It's something like that. You know how the cameras are. Jay Quimby. This has been the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast, episode 277. God bless.